Hi, welcome to a new episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. My name is Joshua Marsingill, and I'm just so happy to be here with you. What you're doing in going after God and the reality of God is so powerful. It could change everything today. God is a game changer, and thank God for that. Thank God for God. Thank God that God is real. The Abundant Encounters podcast is here to help you in any way we can with that. And, you know, we have a website, AbundantEncounters.com. And uh, you can even sign up for one-on-one sessions. If you're really struggling with having encounters with God, I would encourage you to do that. Um, if you just want to go deeper or further or need some breakthrough and, and uh, inner healing, uh, you know, we would love to help you with that. My hope is that you found this podcast already and your intention is to open yourselves up, not to me or this ministry, but to Jesus Christ. He is the one that heals. He is the one. And so we follow him. You know, part of his ministry was to heal, not just salvation, but healing hearts bringing people into a kingdom reality on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven there is no brokenness, no depression, no anxiety, no constant fears. Or Heaven is peaceful, full of peace. He's the Prince of Peace, Jesus. It's full of Jesus. It's full of relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said we are seated there because of what he accomplished. It's not on you. Release yourself from that. Thank you, Jesus. So the Abundant Encounters podcast is is uh, broken up into two different parts. The first is uh, reading of the scriptures um, and we do that because faith comes by hearing and hearing from the Word of God. And uh, when we when we apply that promise, it means that as we read, our faith is going to increase and our ears are going to open up. So with those two tools in hand, faith and ears that hear, we're going to go into an activation time. And during that activation time, you will get an opportunity to encounter God. And it happens frequently. Many people comment about the encounters they've had during these shows, and it's such an honor and a privilege to be a part and a facilitator in this. But it's Jesus Christ that brought you here today, and He's the one that fulfills this promise to know you, to be personal to you, And thank God for God. Thank God that God is real. Let me pray. Lord, thank you so much for being real, for being available, for not holding back from us, not even a little bit. Lord, release your fire. Release your grace. Release your supply, your heavenly supply. We bind up any hindrances, any doubt or unbelief. Anything that's would try to get in the way of what you want to do. Thank you, Jesus, that what you did was complete. 
Thank you for releasing so much to us. And Lord, we, we ask, we humbly ask that you would help us receive from you today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, today we're going to be reading from the Mirror Bible, just because I really love what the Mirror Bible has to say in 2 Corinthians 5, and I think it's important to hear it from this translation. This translation is available in a wonderful app that uh, the Mirror translation providers have put together and is continually updated by the translator Francois Dutoit. So you want to get that. It's $20. And they've given us permission to use this translation in these recordings, which is really special and helpful. And we're just thankful to them. So this is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 in the Mirror Bible. Our skin suits have a sell-by date. Our spirit bodies are eternal. The same God who fashioned these skin bodies in our mother's womb engineered our spirit bodies to be our permanent dwelling. Facing pressure times the way we often do makes us sigh with longing to exchange our skin suit with the permanent splendor of the heavenly body. In the meantime, whatever challenges we are facing in the meat box We know that we shall never be found naked, since we are already fully clothed with our heavenly identity in Christ and our inner person. We are not complaining about our bodies, even though we are often aware of its frailties. Instead, we yearn to be overwhelmed with life. We know that Every evidence of death, even in our bodies, will dissolve into life. God wired us this way. His Spirit already confirms within us the present evidence of eternity. We are eternal beings by design. We are cheerfully courageous, knowing that our immediate address in our earthly bodies cannot distance us from the Lord since we originate from him. Faith is to our spirit what our senses are to our bodies, while the one engages with the fading and the fragile, the other celebrates perfection. Our confidence stems from knowing that even though it might feel at times that we are merely reduced to flesh, our greater reality is that we are entwined in the Lord. He is our permanent abode. We are completely engaged in the loveliness of that which is of exceedingly great value. Whether we are in a physical union with our bodies or a spiritual union with our source, it makes no difference to God's esteem of us. We are highly favored by the Lord. For we have all been thoroughly scrutinized in the judgment of Jesus. We are taken care of and restored to the life of our design, regardless of what happened to us in our individual lives. Whatever amazing or meaningless things we encountered in the body, we persuade people in the radiance of the Lord. His visible glory is mirrored in us. Our lives are transparent before God, 
we anticipate that you will witness the same transparency in your conscience. We do not want you to pity us, but rather to be proud of us for your own sakes. We are not into window dressing because we are not into window shopping. Neither are we here to impress you with us, but to impress you with you. We are blissfully out of our minds with pleasure before our Maker. He delights in our ecstasy. Our insane mode is between us and God. We promise to behave ourselves sane and sober before you. The love of Christ constrains us and resonates within us, leaving us with only one conclusion. When Jesus died, every individual simultaneously died. In God's logic, one has died for all, as all have died. Now if all were included in his death, they were equally included in his resurrection. This unveiling of his love redefines human life. Whatever reverence we could have of ourselves outside of our association with Christ is no longer relevant. Therefore, from now on, I no longer know anyone according to the flesh. I no longer see people from a human point of view. And this is a radical and most defining moment. No label that could possibly previously identify someone carries any further significance. Even our pet doctrines of Christ are redefined. Whatever we knew about him, historically or sentimentally, is challenged by this conclusion. Now in the light of your co-inclusion in his death and resurrection, whoever you thought you were before, in Christ you are a brand new person. The old ways of seeing yourself and everyone else are over. Acquaint yourself with the new. The idea of mankind's co-inclusion in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is entirely God's doing. To now realize that God has indeed brought final closure to the old and for us to see everything and everyone in this new light is to simply see what God has always known to be true about us in Christ. We are not debating human experience, opinion, or their contribution. This is exactly what God believes. In Jesus Christ, God exchanged equivalent value to redeem us to himself. He went to the highest extreme in this act of reconciliation to persuade us of our original worth. This God has given us as the mandate of our ministry. Our ministry declares that Jesus did not act independently of his Father. God was present in Christ when he reconciled the total cosmos to himself. Deity and humanity embraced in him. The fallen state of mankind was deleted. Their trespasses would no longer count against them. He now announces his friendship with every individual from within us. The voice God has in Christ he now has in us. 
We are God's ambassadors. Our lives exhibit the urgency of God to persuade everyone to realize the reconciliation of their redeemed identity. This is the divine exchange. He who knew no sin embraced our distortion. He appeared to be without form. This was the mystery of God's prophetic poetry. He was disguised in our distorted image and marred with our inequities. He took our sorrows, our pain, and our shame to his grave and birthed his righteousness in us. He took our sins and we became his innocence. Amen. This powerful translation is worth the time and effort to kind of go in and really, uh, uh, really, really pour over these scriptures. Different translations um, have this uh, kind of commonality in that they often will uh, try to separate uh, and distinguish between these different parts of us, like as if we could compartmentalize God's creation. Um, which I think is very distracting from the truth that our spirit man is perfect. And it doesn't mean that our spirit man and our soul and our body aren't connected. They're not three distinct things. You know, my spirit man is with me now. It's, and it is now perfect. And it's powerful to understand that. My spirit man is healed now. Then me, I am healed now. And believing that can put things into motion spiritually to manifest that spiritual reality into my now body. The promise of a new body is incredible. But that body that's new is our spiritual reality that we currently have. There's so many mysteries here and things that are hard to understand. And, um, and it's typical that we kind of uh, get into uh, some areas of disagreement around these ideas. But the truth is summed up by Paul there at the end. And he says, listen, we need to let people know about what God has done in us. The mirror translation says that uh, he took our sorrows, our pain, and our shame to his grave and birthed his righteousness in us. If you've experienced that, then you understand what he's saying in this next part. He took our sins and we became his innocence. If you've experienced the cleansing of Jesus Christ, then you can relate to that powerful gospel message. Uh, can't help but want to encourage you from these powerful scriptures they're so full of life and opportunity for us to have crazy faith ecstatic faith drunken faith faith that's not limited by what we have available to us but heaven's faith God's faith the fullness of faith available to us.
take a moment to drink in the faith of God over your life. Breathe in deep. Let that out. Begin to drink in the heaven that your spiritual reality is experiencing. Drink that in as our activation time. Connect to your spirit. Don't be compartmentalized. Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit are one. Even though there are three, they're one. You are one with your spirit. And you have rights to your spirit. And if your spirit is experiencing the perfection, the innocence of Christ, then you can pull that in. You can drink it. You can engage with it. Heaven come right now in Jesus' name. Bless my friends. Bless them, Lord. Release the truth. Release the innocence of Jesus Christ over them. You know, if you need to forgive yourself, do that now. If you need to forgive others, do it now. Release it because this is better. This is so much better. You're one with your spirit. Everything is subject to you. The, the, the skin suit, as the mirror translation puts it, is, a, is dirt. It's uh, made of mostly dirt and land. And that's what it is. It's the land. And the land is subject to you. God said in Joshua, he said, possess the land. Go in and take hold of and possess the land. So possess your land right now as our activation. Just possess it with your spirit. Possess it all the way. Say, this belongs to me. And manifest your spirit. Go ahead now and take the limits off. Embrace the Christ innocence that he's deposited into all of our lives. But right there in you. And manifest that innocence throughout your body throughout your soul. If depression or frustration or anything has shown up during this time, show it your innocence. And take charge of that land. There were several groups in the Israelites in the book of Joshua that that would complain about having too many people and not enough land. And Joshua would respond to them and say, 
you need to go up into the high high hills and and go ahead and clear out those trees and clear out the people there and take over the the land that you need for your people so sometimes the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force just encouraging you to take your land God bless you first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.